And we're back. This podcast is scheduled for one fall with the 60-minute time limit. Coming to you from the Black Corner recording from Parts Unknown. At a combined weight of 60, 166 pounds, I'm your boy Xander Hobbs. This is... Bobby. Holy shit, did you see that skateboard, B? And this is... View from from the the Top top rope. Wow. Welcome back. Holy shit. All that was all right to say the least. And we're going to have some words about that. What a weekend. Thanks to Xander's copious notes taking during the show. Uh, the march to class of champions and the crowning of a new king of the ring continues. And NXT UK and Cardiff was bonkers. And they begin their run up to their television debut uh, later this month on the 28th. Um, we will be discussing all of this in the first half, and then, of course, in the second half, we got some cool shit for you. Um, Xander, you can be my wingman anytime. Let's roll. All right. Well, so we're going to just start it off real hot with the all-out recap. Um, I thought it was a great pay-per-view. I was, you know, of course, there's going to be people that pick this or pick that, but I think for a company that ha- doesn't have a TV deal, that is their second major pay-per-view, I thought it was great. Are there going to be hiccups? Of course, they're a new pay-per-view, or a new um, company, but overall I didn't have I had more good than bad to say about it uh, what did you think Bobby yeah yeah I think um, I think your quote during the show of like I'm I'm fangirling out yes really sums it up because it was it was a great pay-per-view great night of wrestling um, great matches uh, definitely left us waiting and wanting more for what this production's going right. to give us. And that, I think, was the point, you know? That is the point, yeah, um, for sure. I mean, there was definitely not a lot of periods on the matches. They uh, they left them open. You know what I mean? There's still more to see from... I don't think Sean Spears is dead just yet. I think there's going to be more to come with that. I think, you know, MJF still isn't to be trusted. Chris Jericho is our new champion. and uh, champion. Yeah, and we're, we're not seeing the end of Paige. Uh, Omega, he, you know, is in, on a losing streak. We'll see how they build up. I thought the best match of the night, though, in my opinion, uh, was the Sean Spears-Cody Rhodes match. Yes, it was a little overbooked at times, but I thought the match had a lot of heat. It was an emotionally charged match, and it was different from all the other matches of the night, and that's why I liked it. And I think at this point, Cody Rhodes really can't do anything wrong. Yeah, I mean, awesome Star Trek getup to come out, which was cool. Um, The beginning of the match was like perfect because he comes to the ring he dives through the ropes yes. and before the bell because this is a blood feud because he took the unprotected chair shot because they brought Tully in um, Tully takes a bump early in the match yes. which is uh, showing things to come um, I was thinking about it actually and it occurred to me one of the reasons I think you like this match so much is uh, you're never a big Tully fan and so no I hated Tully Blanchard as a child and it brought back a lot of memories seeing him because it seems like Tully's been away from like wrestling in general for thirty over 30 years you know what I mean he's changed his life he was a real tough son of a bitch back in the day you know he's a different guy but when that light went on it was same old Tully he <laughs> did not miss a step no and I just I and I watched I rewatched a match last night with the old school an old school brain Buster versus heart foundation match and I'd see a young Tully strutting around and like he still has that heel edge to him and that's I think that's part of the reason why I liked it so much because it did bring me back to a point in my childhood and of course speaking of brain busters the end of the match saw 
double A coming out. Oh, with a sweet spine buster. I don't think, I think even on Arn Anderson's deathbed, he'll still be able to throw a six spine buster. That, you know, people were giving that heat for a cheap pop. I don't give a shit. That was cool, man. And it was cool to see double A throw that. It, it was pretty awesome. Yeah, and I mean, Cody Rhodes is a legacy. The Rhodes is a legacy family yeah. wrestling. And they're going to bring some of these guys nice. in. And these guys, you know what? More power to them. They do. You know what? It was probably awesome for Arn to get the, the pop. Yeah. You know, and it comes out. And, and, and Arn and Tully are beyond pros. They're legends in the business. You can give them all the adjectives in front of their names. And if they didn't think it, if they didn't think it would look good on them or look good for the business, they wouldn't have done it. So all the people that are that are saying that should have been this or you know should it should have been that or could just be quiet and enjoy it because the crowd seemed to have enjoyed it. And that's the most important thing. Yeah. And it was a good match. And. Um, uh, you know, Cody Rhodes is very good at telling a story in right. the ring. He did it with his brother um, earlier, and so, like I, like you said, I don't think this feud is over. No, not by a long shot. And uh, I look forward to seeing more of it. Um, my, I thought is probably my probably the best match was the uh, ladder of death match with the Young right. Bucks because. It was bonkers. It was insane. It was, it was all, the things yeah. they did to each other and themselves. And then the end with the surprise and the introduction and just like, uh, like it wasn't a period. Yeah. I'm look. This whole tag AEW tag team thing is insane. Yeah, and it was it was a great surprise with LAX coming out. I think that was really cool, especially in their Point Break gear. Um, and it just makes a deep tag division even deeper at this point because there are so many good tag teams like even the worst tag team the dark order they're like working their way up in just you know with like their character and whatnot but like they're the they're the worst ones and i'm not saying that they're bad or anything i'm just saying out of all the guys that they have with private party uh the best friends and helico and jack evans um luchasaurus and the you know and uh, um, jungle boy scu look at that i just i just rattled off like at least six or seven different great tag teams yeah it's it's insane um and you know it was obviously kind of a return the favor um the lucha bros won the the triple a titles that the yeah. young bucks had won at a triple a event uh-huh. um they do have that strategic partnership right uh the match was just killer it was spot after spot after crazier spot yeah. after like no they can't go any hot they can't do anything more than they've done and they did um, so that was the I think that was the best match possibly my favorite match was the the three way Darby Allen Jimmy Havoc Joey Janelle match because it was like that one was, that one was, that one I like that match that match came in or that match I'm I'm stuck with the ladder match and the three uh, three way of death match because I don't know there's different spots of it that I like more than others so I'm just going to keep it at 2A and 2B with those but um, I agree with that and then uh I did the Chris Jericho Hangman Page match was better than expected. I thought that was pretty. That was a good match. It told a pretty good story. Yeah, happy coincidence that Jericho was bleeding like a stuck pig. Yep. yep. Um, you know, uh, I like I I like Hangman Page. I think he's going to be around. I think they can build some some stories around him. I really like his his you know his signature move, the Laredo. Yeah, the uh, Buckshot Lariat. Yeah, the that, Buckshot Lariat. That's, that's a really good move, Up and he nails it every time. Yeah, and every he throws time. it good. And 
He's a good wrestler. He's it just seems not... like he's like a really dedicated to the craft. Yeah. I'm a hard worker, grinder He is, because I remember when he first came out, and then he was like the newest member of the Bullet Club, and I was like, eh, I don't know too much about this guy. And then I really watched him, and I was like, he just gets better. And I think the right move was putting the title on Jericho. It's a national, you know what I mean? You have to get notoriety for your belt out, and Jericho is the most notable guy on that roster. And it's just like, if you would have gave it to Hangman, that would have just been like, there would have been nothing to look forward to at the at the TV show. So you just gotta I'm always a fan of the baby faces chasing the heels as a champion. Chris Jericho's a perfect heel and it showed after the match when they're following him from the gorilla position, talking trash to everyone, you know, and just, just doing his Chris Jericho thing. It just that that was that was the right move to do. Yeah, yeah. I wonder if that was maybe a driving reason why they wanted to like other obviously it's their world title match so you want it last, but I think like it, they're pretty savvy business people, and they've done a they did a very good job of leveraging YouTube to create stories moving into this pay per view right. with with Road to All Out and Being the Elite, which are both fantastic. Right. Um, and as soon as that the show was winding down, they were pumping like, "Go to our YouTube, watch yeah, the post show," sure. and the post show was basically like Chris Jericho superhero. Oh yeah. And you know they were able to kind of. They don't have a, a streaming network yet, and so what they've done is they've created their YouTube channels to do the same I thing think it's brilliant. that WWE does. Yeah. And you couldn't, you weren't going to follow the Young Bucks or the Lucha Bros around after a show when you kind of think about, you know, who do you, who is the crowd going to want to see more? And Chris Jericho is just and what is so it, perfect. And then extended storylines too. So you had Hangman at the press conference talking, and then you had Pac coming in and trolling him, which was supposed to be their initial match before right. um, Pac jumped off. So it's just like that's continuing. It's just like they're continuing with their storylines. They're doing what they have to do before they have this TV these uh, TV shows come up. And I think it's a great move. I mean, I watched the last the ending the outro of. Um, all out like twice just because it was so hilarious because I think Chris Jericho's a genius yeah he's super good and that you know it's interesting you brought that up I I was so looking forward to John Moxley yeah Kenny Omega man yeah um, disappointed when it, obviously everyone was the Mox especially but that match was killer it was a great match early on yeah. too kind of really it was just I, I really enjoyed it um, they're both I think that was a whole. I think that was like a big surprise. That was one of the biggest ones. Um, the biggest ones, the the two biggest, I think, was um, LAX coming out and then Pac getting the win because you know just you know it just for me it didn't make sense for him to win, but. I mean, it's if, if, if uh, Omega would have won, then people would have been saying, oh, the EVPs are putting themselves over, like they're saying with Cody right about now. So I, I'm not upset about it. It was just a big surprise. Yeah. And, and I, it came out of nowhere. Well, I imagine it's like they're going to do the storyline with Moxley. Yeah. So, like, get Pac some heat and let him go and, yeah. you know. So I'm not mad about yeah, it. It was a great wrestling match. Yeah, it, it was. It was a great it wrestling was good. match. It was very good. Um, the... Uh, the women's match. Um, the women's match was good. It started off a little slow, uh, but towards you know as they were building it, then towards the end, it picked up steam. And I think the right person went over. Uh, Riho is going to be a good um, you know foil for Nyla Rose because Nyla Rose is gigantic. And Nyla Rose won the and she won the all out battle the royal, which the I royal. I watched that one and <laughs> I don't. I don't know. Nyla Rose is still like kind of green in the ring, and I don't think she should be getting pushed as hard as she is. 
I hope it's not agenda based. I don't. I want to stay away from that for now. But I just hope it's not because they had their women's division is lacking, and I think they, you know, we saw, you know, Tennille Dashwood in there. We saw Eva Lise. We saw um, Jazz. We saw ODB. You know, those are great women's wrestlers and I don't know if, what, what they're signed for I don't know what their contract is but they need to swoop some of these people up because you can't I, I was watching Nyla Rose and it's just like there's a lot of stuttering that, I mean I'm not an expert in the ring but I can see it and I just don't think that's going to come out for a good match just in my opinion yeah yeah but the Rio match I thought was good because yeah. she, she was able to kind of turn the tide exactly. she's so freaking small that like that plays into the uh-huh. you know the character I, I get and stuff. It, yeah, yeah. So it it wasn't bad by any means. I don't think any of the matches were. Um, definitely the whole like the there was a lot of holy shit moments, like you said, LAX coming out. Um, I mean, the coffin drop on the Cracker Barrel on the stairs was a pretty. I mean, I'm surprised that guy didn't break Darby Allen didn't break his back. Yeah, yeah that was yeah. <laughs> the and you just like. I wasn't even thinking about the coffin drop. I'm still thinking about them taping thumbtacks into Jimmy Havoc's mouth or the skateboard skateboard on the the back of Joey Janela or the monkey roll on the chair. There was a lot of crazy shit that went on. Those guys are all so freaking good. And I agree. You know, whether you're into it or not, some people aren't with the thumbtacks and all that stuff. Like... All those guys seemed to enjoy what they were doing, yeah. really be into it, and all of them seemed to have fun at the after party. So, more yeah, power to I, them. Yeah, you know, my old what, ass couldn't bounce back like that. No, they're doing what they love, and you know, of course, yeah. with anything that's popular, people are going to say what they want, positive or negative. And for me, it's just like. I'm not in the business to just constantly shit on everything. I call it right down the middle, and you know I'm gonna point out what's good. And I'm gonna point out what's not. And the thing is, I there are more good spots than bad spots on this all out, and it makes me excited to see what's more to come from this yeah. company. Yeah, and then to uh, they roll right from this. They've already got um, episodes on the road to what right. is TNT, the road to okay. AEW, uh-huh. um, and so they're just continuing to produce product and content. And I'm super. I was on a pretty high high after that. Paper. I agree. Me too. I was as well. Um, I thought like every match was good. Everybody performed well. It was really really good to see and um, really excited about uh, the TV per- premiere. I right. mean, it's less than a month away. Yeah, I can't believe so, that. That's coming up quick. Super quick. So. Uh, if you don't, if you haven't checked it out, check out as much as you can. There's a bunch of highlights on YouTube and stuff. Um, I'm pretty sure you could probably s- maybe still get it on VR Live. You can get the pay-per-view on YouTube because I saw it on there, like, there you go. two days after. See? So the full pay-per-view on there. Full pay-per-view on YouTube. If you're going to watch it, at least buy a shirt. Buy a shirt or something. Yeah. Support the company. Support because, the company. You know what I mean? Like Everyone's like, oh, I have the I have the streaming site to go streaming. But it's like, you know, this ain't the WWE. You know, you want to support these guys and show it like, you know, I like to support companies that I'm for. You know, that's why I subscribe to the yeah. network. And that's I, why I bought this paper. And I like to get paid for the work I do. And part of all these people getting paid is it's like, the buy that's rates. what it yeah. is, right? You know? So, uh, but speaking of shirts, to close out our uh, AEW section, we're going to talk about our predictions, but we don't need to. No, um, we don't. You know, we don't need to. We don't. But we were right with, um, we were right some, with of them. We're, some of them. Some of them right yeah, yeah. we were right with. We were right with Y2J, Riho. Yeah. And those are the ones that count. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, obviously. Yeah. Um, but the 
I am uh, in the pre-show, SoCal, Uncensored, Eat, Luchasaurus. Or no, it wasn't pre-show. No, that was early on. It was like early in the main show. show. Yeah. Uh, and surprising, that, that was, was when we got wrong. Yeah, we got that but, wrong. But um, Xander, uh, he's all in on his newest favorite dinosaur. Oh man, Luchasaurus. The guy is um, the guy it's, just is just incredible. He's a freaking specimen. It, yeah, and the thing is. I honestly think they're ruining it if they're going to be including this Marco stunt guy in it for like the part of their clique because it's good with just him and Jungle Boy because Jungle yeah. Boy can sell Jungle Boy. They, you know what I mean. Luchasaurus gets that hot tag and Marco stunt. I, I always fear for that guy that's gonna he's gonna break his neck and you know it just takes away their kind of not their heat but it just takes away kind of kind of some of their umph and um, yeah Luchasaurus is he's he's pro him and Cody Rhodes are probably my favorite thing about the company right now to be honest. Yeah, he did this thing where he like stepped on the middle rope and then like flipped over the rope. Yeah. Like, oh, the guy's like, just which, yeah. I mean, I can definitely see like you know someone like you know Ray Mysterio. Yeah, the, but like not a but six, not this dude who dinosaur or yeah, whatever he however tall he a is. A Tyrannosaurus Rex. Yeah. Uh, you know, he looks like he should be posting up against you know. NBA players or something, Serious. but uh, and I obviously I've just been waiting to get some SoCal uncensored here, and now I feel that the time is right, so uh, I'm certainly getting the SoCal uncensored shirt. I don't know if I want to get the license plate one, which I really like because it's kind of Laker esque. Um, that one would fit you best. I know, but I I'm going to Sacramento later this month, and if I wear that shirt that says "Worst Town I've Ever Been To," <laughs> I think it'd be perfect, and I'll probably wear um, my custom Laker shoes. Yeah. Uh, Air Force I have ones, been to but, Sacramento, and that is one of the worst towns I've ever been to. So yeah, that so would be that would be appropriate. It would be appropriate. So AEW, check it out. We loved it. We're so excited about uh, the TV show, but we got more stuff to talk about, and that means we got to talk about uh, the product from the behemoth uh raw smackdown um we are gonna hit a kind of tag team first off they're the same fucking show yeah it's just two nights in a row the roster is mixed the rosters don't matter anymore nope. and so we're gonna kind of break it down as uh pretty quickly because we also are gonna ki- uh gonna talk about nxt which yeah. also had a really good off the uh, hook off the event hook on the weekend so yeah. uh starting off raw and smackdown with the product so- um yeah, the big, the biggest news, obviously, that everyone knows is Bailey seemed to have turned heel. So the thing is, what's funny is every time they try to turn a person heel, the crowd cheers because it shows how dead in the water this character is. And the thing is, what I liked about the Bailey heel turn is that it's a slow burn because when she went to explain herself on SmackDown, she was justified in her actions, saying she's a role model and she was being loyal to her best friend Sasha Banks. And I've always said. The best heels are the ones that think they're baby faces and think their moves, their motives are justified. And I think this, Kurt Angle. Yeah, exactly. Kurt Angle was a great heel. Christian saying how he had all the peeps. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's just like Jericho would talk about his Jericho-holics back in the day. And those are that's what a great heel is because you know they don't think they're doing anything wrong, but everybody sees it's like, dude, what a jackass. But with <laughs> Bailey, you know, I mean, I didn't mind seeing her uh, beat the put the put the wood to Becky Lynch, and I didn't mind seeing her do it to Charlotte either, especially right. to Charlotte. Yeah, especially to Charlotte um, but you know they've I, I'm all in for this um, four horsewomen civil war I think it's great because nobody is really cut and dry you have Sasha and Charlotte 
who are the full-out heels. They're full-out heels. Becky Lynch kind of treads the water, but she leans more towards She's Bayley. like an anti-hero Yeah, she's an face. anti Yeah. And then Bailey is treading, she's dipping her toe into the dark side. So I think this Dude, will be cool. One of my favorite lines, though, was when she's like, you're only famous because you got your face broken. Yeah, exactly. I was like, oh, that's true. It's kind it of true. It was kind of true. But that was a great Becky Lynch moment. Yeah. She was over anyways. Uh-huh. That just made her ultra over. But, you know, right. I do like when they kind of Pull the curtain back a little bit. I do, like I do too. So it was cool. I, I think I think it's cool. A lot of people, you know, I mean, I think I like it because both I, segments, both nights. I, good. I think the the potential is there to be something good, and it's just we all know WWE creative, uh, how a certain someone likes to tear up the script, you know, within thirty minutes. But with we'll his see. liver spotted hands, yeah, and Kevin Dunn probably shreds it with his buck teeth. So who knows? I don't, I don't. <laughs> but right now they women got heat, and that's why that's we started good. off. Then with we them. started off with that. Um, the again, we're continuing on to the Clash of Champions, yep. and so we continue the the Orton Kofi storyline. It's kind of losing heat. It's for me. losing heat, and the thing is, if it if this ends in anything but a Kofi win, then this title reign is just all for naught because Orton has been burying him and burying him and burying the New Day, and if Kofi doesn't win, then what the hell is this for? Yeah, this is one of those things that it's, they're just doing it, too much. It's literally booking one on one if Kofi goes over. That, it is. This is yeah, perfect. it's perfect. This is exactly. But we all know how they like to do things. Right. Sometimes. And the rumor mill is saying that like, oh, they want Orton because he's a he's a better known name. Yeah, exactly. And his skin color may be better for certain demographics. Right. Right. Um. So I hope that he is not the inaugural SmackDown I, Fox. It, it just it, it it just it'll just. Um, put take the wind out of the sails of this uh, Kofi title ring because Kofi's been going under for the past like a, what three weeks the new yeah. day is the new day has been neutralized mm-hmm. so it's just like you can't do this this is like it reminds me of Triple H's reign of terror back in the day you yeah know? but but I don't know I'm, I'm I'll, I'll wait to see how it plays out and I don't know if this is necessarily good I mean it's probably a better thing for the revival I think it's good for the revival because I think if any if it benefits anyone it's benefiting the revival right but only if they continue to do cool stuff after because if because after this Orton Kofi program and the revival goes back to doing like you shaving know doing, their backs doing or stupid yeah shaving their backs then what the hell was that for yeah yeah and and there's we only have so many lackeys that we yeah, have in I the storylines we've got a few already <laughs> I know so um, then the other big thing they're pushing on the class to ch- class of champions and is I, I've heard I saw the Strawlins or Rawlman or whatever this nonsense yeah, is like. Know. This, so, this overbooked mess. Yeah, the they were gonna sign the contract, but of course, yeah, AJ Styles comes out with the OC, yeah, and it becomes a thing. And so now we're having Stone Cold Steve Austin. He's gonna come. Yeah, and like, I mean, just get this Universal Charlotte Flair match out of the way, and just get the. Uh, Raw tag team Charlotte Flair's off these two and put them on a real tag team and just be done with this and move on. That's all I have to say about it. I really, I I used to be a big Seth Rollins fan and now I'm indifferent about the guy. Yeah, and the part of what this is doing though, they've really written this terrible men's tag team. Yeah. So not only do we have Strawlins, but we've got Zig, uh, Zigarud, Ruzig, Riggler, Riggler, We got Riggler. Um, who just beat every other tag team yeah. champion too. All, all these solidified established tag teams and then we have two makeshift teams fighting for the raw tag team Charlotte Flares. I don't know. I don't I, I don't know. Yeah, they basically devalued the division which is terrible. Just big time. Because they really had some good things going. Um, the Usos 
Like, I mean, you got the what Usos. What are they even doing? Now? They don't. You have the Usos. Know. You got Heavy Machinery. You got War Machine. You mm-hmm. got um, uh, you got you got the Revival. You've got you've even got the B Team. You have you have Ryder and Hawkins for God's sake, sewer team. Yeah. So it's just like. I don't know what they're doing, but Vince either. McMahon doesn't get tag team wrestling. It's not good shit. So this is what he does with it. Yes, <laughs> yes, that's why we need to get that animation. <laughs> we do. And that's gonna be rad. The um, so yeah, disappointed overall with the two nights with what they're doing with the tag team division, partially because we we look across the the way and we see like what you can do with yeah. a, t- a great tag team division. There's nothing wrong with, okay, of course, you want to focus on your uh, main 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 upper card, but it's just like, build a strong mid card, and that's what brings people in, because it's like, when your under card is strong, then people are be more likely in tune to the main event. But like, right. when everything is just fair to Midland, then you go to the main event, people are either burnt out or they're over it. And yeah, that's you can't just, just feed everybody to your like four core no, you can't, talents. You can't do you that. Because like I said, I was watching um, I was watching SummerSlam 89 and the thing is, yes, of course, it was Hogan and Beefcake versus Savage and uh, Zeus in the main event, but that undercard was good. You had the Ultimate Warrior on his way up fighting Rick Rude. You had... How, how long was that? What, the, the, the that, SummerSlam? Yeah, how long? Like hour and a half, two hours maybe? I think it was like maybe, maybe three hours. Okay. Yeah, but it's just like they had a lot of matches on there. And, I know, and, that's and what I'm really interested about is like I feel like part of the issue is like this there's you only have so much time that's what i'm saying that you have investment from these crowds you and, know and sometimes you gotta you know sometimes you know the elite of the elite has to be on there you know what i mean sometimes there was a time where the rockers weren't on the on the on the tag or they only gave the rockers five minutes so sometimes you have to do that but it's just like making these pay-per-views an all-day event isn't gonna cut the mustard with a lot of people and it's burning people out no and you're putting out bad products yeah you that's know? the thing too so yeah. um the uh, I like the Niz Nakamura. Yeah, I like I like stuff. I like them. That's very cool. I like how Sami Zayn is being extra extra annoying. Um, I think Nakamura should still hang on to that Intercontinental Charlotte Flair during this Miz. Oh, I do too. And um, Miz doesn't need anything. He's got a television. He show. doesn't need anything. And he's dude. buying a new home down the road here. Yeah, in a, so in a very quaint, quiet suburb. It, it's a so. good program, but I don't think any Charlotte Flair should be changing hands. No, and this is the fi- to me this is the first time they're really going to start getting some traction with Nakamura. Yeah, and that, like yeah, and Zayn. Yeah, honestly. yeah. So they've got a nice thing going. So props to you guys. I'm enjoying that. everything that yeah, they're don't doing. Fuck it it's up. pretty funny. Um, and then we had um, the King of the Ring marches on. Um, again, we obviously don't get some of the decisions Creative makes, and yeah. we certainly have been wrong, wrong, wrong when it comes to the King of the Ring. Um, we thought Corbin was going to lose. Who did we, he fought uh, Ricochet, right? No, Cedric Alexander. Oh, Cedric, that's right. So, because we that's basically right. we saw the bracket pointing to uh, kind of the the. Renewing the feud between Cedric Alexander and Ricochet, yeah. uh, but that's not actually how it went. So uh, Corbin wins, which is crazy because I thought they did a really good thing cooling him off, getting him off TV. He doesn't, he doesn't, he got fired from his interim manager yeah. position, so he's wearing kind of better ring gear. It looks like he's still kind of wearing slacks, though. Yeah, the, doesn't the, it? Like, the, the, yeah, still, I think he got fired. Brand new jeans. He got fired fired from Applebee's. Yeah, so. that's where it is. Um, I just look at here's the thing, Corbin. They like him because the crowd. They're mistaking like real heel heat for 
go away heat, and I think Corbin has a lot of go away heat. I, he can be a good heel, but the thing is, nobody wants to see him win, and I think that's why they're doing it because he's getting a reaction, right. and it's like that's how why I have a feeling he might pull it off because I know they're not going to promote Joe, and um, Chad Gable sure as hell is not going to win it, and then there's one more that I'm forgetting. Well, we don't know yet because it's a because it's a three way. Oh, that's right, it's, it's a, a triple, triple threat. I'm not mad about the double count out. Yeah. Because Ricochet, that like to me, isn't that a way that you can have both guys build momentum? It's like it's it's kind it's of so a cheesy one, way. It's of so doing one it. of them can lose without taking the pin. Right. So, exactly. So, yeah. That's what it was. Exactly. Because which is I agree, you shouldn't really be having Joe or Ricochet eat pins. But if Joe's gonna eat the pin on Monday, then. What are we doing? We're yeah, back to square one. He could, he, could have been, he could have just lost. You could have got so much more out of Cedric Alexander <laughs> yeah. and Ricochet. I know. You I know. know. But uh, it's going to be interesting. I think Baron Corbin eats the pin, though we've been wrong about everything. Yeah, we've been pretty uh, wrong, yeah. And, and this is a good way. I would not be mad about a Ricochet-Samoa Joe feud. Oh, I would love it. Going love into it, yeah. the, the end of the year and, and yeah. building from there because um, they're very different wrestlers. They're both very good in the mm-hmm. ring. Joe can carry anybody on the mic. Yeah, he will. Because yeah, he's yeah. that good, yeah. you know. And and it's finally an opponent. Like, I don't know. I just want Joe to do well. I like Ricochet a lot. So I'm hoping they do right. something with this. Right. Um, Chad Gable, you know, the on the other bracket. There's one more other match. We're, yeah, we're there was um, Ali. Oh, no. Yeah, Ali it, lost. He lost to Elias, which is stupid because yeah. Elias sucks and Ali's It's just like good it's um yeah it's but it's Shane's lackeys winning and Shane was even on the show but it had a stink on it. <laughs> but I just I'm just over Elias. I'm over Elias. I'm more more so than I'm over Baron Corbin. Like at least Corbin's a good heel. Elias just doesn't do anything for me. Yeah. So that's that that's the kiss of death when it's indifference. And I think Elias is starting to get that. Yeah, he really is, and he because he's not that good in the ring. He's not. And the thing is, you could hear the crowd um, just let out a proverbial Bro. groan when he won. And it's just like, and the thing is, he put on the crown, he sat on the throne. So hopefully that'll be the end of his winning streak, and he will lose next. Yeah, which is especially stupid because. Ali beat Buddy Murphy. I know. Which, and, it, and it was a great match. And it's like... And Buddy Murphy was leaps and miles better than Corbin. I mean, not Corbin, on Elias. Elias. So leaps just, and yeah. miles. Like, so it's just like, just, that, it just doesn't make sense. No, it didn't. Um, last thing we got to talk about is the best thing going on in possibly even pop culture today. Yeah. And it is the one, the only, Firefly, Funhouse. It was good uh, to have it back. It was good to have it back, you know. I mean, we got we're taking a break from the fiend, which is good because you know that you know with the with the wrestling crowd today and with like um, exposure that can get overexposed really easily. It's good. We should CB seeing he should be cutting the promos as Firefly Bray and then doing his damage as the fiend. Yes. And it's just like I did like how he was feeding the McMahon puppet money. <laughs> that was, that was awesome. awesome. That, I love yeah, that. Yeah, that was great. That was great. That the whole thing is awesome. Um, neither of us are a big fan of him getting any sniff at any titles. He doesn't need them. He needs to just continue to lay out legends and and put people down and do these cool things. Um, So we're gonna gonna see where this goes with that. But um, again, the Firefly Funhouse, Check them all out on YouTube. They, they've yeah, all been super they're, good. They're all in a row, so you can get them all on yeah, the row and watch definitely. them all It'll once. make you nostalgic for Mr. Yeah. Rogers, or what you feel Mr. Rogers should have been. <laughs> you know. So, uh, and the last thing we want to cover um, in the first half is NXT uh, recaps. So, 
So yeah, um, so yeah, they were in Cardiff. Yeah, they ran their UK takeover, which was off the hook. I watched that in pre preparation of All Out, and man, every single match was great. I mean, match of the night for me was Cesaro and Dragunov, and then obviously Walter versus Tyler Bate for the t uh, title match. Um, Walter, uh, I mean Cesaro. Cesaro can have. He a, might. He's like a, a top ten wrestler in the world. Probably. Yeah. Like yeah. what he can do. I mean, just the way he made this Dragunov guy looked good because I had never heard of him I'm not really too up to par on a lot of the guys on UK but um, it was just a great match and I liked how he was going to uppercut him with the um with the at the end of the match, but he ended up you know giving him props. We even saw a Swiss death. That's um, it's a pop up uh, European uppercut. You haven't seen that in a minute, and you can just see how deep Cesaro's arsenal is when you let him do what he can do. And it, and it was just so cool to see. Um, before I get into the United Kingdom Championship match, um, the uh, Kaylee Ray versus Tony Storm was good. I would have liked to seen Tony Storm have a longer title reign, but this will be good. So I thought that was a great match, and then of course. I mean, you had Walter defend his title successfully against Tyler Bate. Man, what is just a great match. You had just guys that... Are, Tyler Bate is the kind of guy that if you walked into a bar and you thought he was talking shit, um, you know, trying to hit on your old lady, he'd punch you three times and you'd be knocked out before you even knew what's happened. And Walter is just a big brick house shit of a man. And these guys put it all out there. 40 minutes that flew by. Yeah. And it was just really just great wrestling. And there's something to be said about the wrestling in the UK because everyone can wrestle. I mean, it's just in their blood. I mean, look at look at Jimmy Havoc, for instance. The guy's known for his deathmatch guys, but then we saw him wrestle in a catch match for a little bit. So it's just, they're on a different level. I think, the, and the UK is slowly going into some of my favorite stuff next to the Japanese style, but that's just me. Yeah, yeah, and I think that's why, uh, I think it's telling that uh, Triple H was there. Yeah, Putting sure. everybody over, uh -huh. and his presence means a lot. Yeah. And I, they've already said that they're bringing some of that talent over for, when they're on USA as they should yeah. as they should as, as they, they should, should. so um, I'm a, which is I'm, good I would rather see more NXT UK talent than superstars I think so too you I know mean, like I don't I don't need superstars coming to, to their Wednesday program yeah I'm more happy with the, I'd rather see live 205 guys and the NXT right. UK or, or guys that are on the main roster that aren't doing much you know sure. what I mean like now we don't need to see Roman Reigns on NXT well I guess this is Cesaro because they're like you know what yeah. we'll send you home to Europe yeah. Um, we're going to stop burying you for a week. I mean, I, I'd no, rather... I think Cesaro took a loss this week anyways when he yeah, back. I'd rather see Cesaro in NXT anyway, so... Yeah. Well, I'd like to see Cesaro doing cool stuff yeah. and winning. And then, um, um, so that was NXT UK. Really good. If you're not, if you haven't seen it, do yourself a favor and go watch it. And then I'm just going to go over our NXT weekly recap really quick. Um, it was a decent show. We had the return of Brizango in the ring. That's Tyler Breeze and uh, Fandango. It's good to see them back. I really thought that they missed the boat with them on the main roster when they were feuding with the Usos. That If you ever watched that match, the Usos were the champions that just had that heel turn. And the crowd was really hot for Brizango. And the thing is, they didn't pull the trigger because Brizango is a grouping that they just got slapped together because they were doing nothing and they didn't expect them to get over. And you know when you get over organically, they pump the brakes on you. Yes, organics. Very, very popular yep. these days. Yep. So always a good thing. And then so and then Brizango is good because they're much needed for a, a thin tag team division in NXT. So they got the win. Um, 
we're then we had the dream uh, Velveteen Dream versus Kona. I am not related to the Rock Reeves. And before we get to that, we have Io Shirai um, laying the waste Candice LeRae backstage with a uh, kendo stick. So that there's more heat on that, more fuel on that fire. Um, she might be like the one of the best women wrestlers right now. Io Shirai. Yeah. Oh yeah, she's got my with her heel turn. Oh, she's like, just. It's just, she's like the complete package like now. Like she was, the, the match was so good at yep. the NXT TakeOver uh, before SummerSlam. And then like she just, that was what she needed, man. Now oh, it's for like sure. rockets. Yep, for sure. And now uh, we had the Dream beating Reeves. Um, and then we had Rowdy uh, Strong cut a promo. And he um, showed outside and uh, Dream's couch was on fire. So they're going to be fighting for the NXT North American Charlotte Flair. And then we had Bianca Belair versus Tanya Conti. Taniara Conti. And uh, just a backstage on Conti, she's a black belt judoka, really good. Belair, she is the shit. She fought uh, Shayna Baszler a few times. She's got a CrossFit background. It was a good back and forth match. Um, it was uh, a sweet handspring moonstall by Belair, and she hits the KOD for the win. Great match. And then the main event we come to is Adam Cole, baby, versus Jordan Miles. Good match. Um, Jordan Miles has a high upside, just a lot of his moves. and um, just I'm a, super sold on Adam Cole, though, man. Oh, me too. That's Adam Cole so, should be holding that belt for a while. Yeah. And um, it was good storytelling because it shows the, quote, inexperienced Miles. He's not that inexperienced because we know him as ACH, but in this NXT versus inexperienced, and it showed how Cole took him lightly, but Jordan Miles took him to the ringer, and then Cole hits the last shot for the win. Great match. Go see it. Adam Cole the truth. Jordan Miles has a big upside, so there's going to be more to see. Decent, strong episode of NXT. And then next week, tune in because we'll have Shayna Baszler versus a debuting Rhea Ripley, which is going to tear the roof off. Yeah, you didn't beat me, bitch. Yeah, I like it's that. Gonna I like that. Yeah, it's going to be good. Yeah, so I, you know, in some ways, NXT is the best product they're producing right now. It is. I agree. As far as like what's going on in the ring and like they're building some stories. Um, so, and with that, we bid you uh, adieu for the first half. We're going to come back. We're going to give you some elevator music. And uh, we're going to come back with some cool shit. We're going to run the cool shit fast because we went long. Because yep. we talked about AEW and a bunch of awesome wrestling stuff. Sure. So, um, get some refreshments. Use the restroom. We're going to. And we'll see you on the flip side. back with your favorite segment in mine we call it cool shit yes indeed yes indeed and of course we always start out tweet of the week because where does the 
IWC or Internet Wrestling Community Live. Uh, it's on Twitter. Um, and sure. before I get to the tweet of the week, I just want to call out something that was really interesting that I was following on Twitter. Um, we we were live tweeting during the AEW All Out show, and anybody who interacted with us liked our tweets. Uh, thank you so much. Mm-hmm. We had a great time doing it, and a lot of other people were doing it at the same time. Had amazing insights. Um, we'll be fun. doing more of that. So. Yeah, and it's fun to be. That's part of the community. That's yeah. what it's about, you know. So um, we're really happy about that. Um, in the aftermath, though, one of the interesting things, obviously, there's a dude named Dave, Dave Meltzer. If you're a wrestling fan, you know he's he's a guy in the know. He knows a lot of history. Uh, I have a lot of respect for him. Um, but there was this really ongoing kind of thing about how AEW screwed up their booking and the ladder match took away from the championship match and why are you putting another company's belt over your own belt and all this thing. And I just want to say um, it was nonsense. Stop picking nits. It was a great pay-per-view. They don't have a TV deal. They built the storyline that maybe many of you didn't even watch Mm -hmm. on YouTube. So don't bring your... Oh, because I watched the Attitude Era, I'm going to judge this production right, now. Right. Um, and I thought what Dave Meltzer said was absolutely right. It's like, no match. How do you up the ante after the ladder match of death? You don't. Yeah, you I can't. mean, you know, Chris Jericho and Hangman Page did an awesome job, and they were able to roll that into the post show, and it was great. But um, it was just a really interesting thing to see people's opinions. I disagreed with most of them um, and his responses. So. But really, Tweet of the Week, we're going to talk about it because it goes back to the ladder match. Um, Chris McDonald, or at KDog96. Shout out to KDog96. Uh, he was at the show, apparently, and on his cell phone, probably a Note 9, the best phone yeah. out right now, in our opinion, uh, using Super Slow Mo. Uh, let's see, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to read what he said. God damn, that's G A W hyphen d-a-m-n god damn at pentazaram with a canadian destroyer on matt jackson 13 off the ladder and through a table hashtag all out hashtag a-e-w uh the cool thing about that is he's on the apron he got super slow-mo and you actually really see what it takes to throw a spot like this yeah. which is ridiculous and if anybody most people know this so i don't feel bad pulling the current back you know it's like, uh, the guy the guy that's taking the canadian destroyer is doing most of the work so it's up to penta to protect uh mr matt jackson from not getting his neck broken and yes. it looked and it was just a, a superb move both of them did their job and it just looks mm-hmm. crushing it looks like he crushed them yeah yeah i mean obviously two of the best tag team two of the best wrestlers uh doing it um, like we were mentioning, this is a rickety ass ladder they yeah. were on. You know, for sure. um, it's shaking as they're getting set up. It's like, yep, yep, uh, and you can see it all. So it's a great vantage point. Um, Got to give props again to at uh, KDog ninety six. Uh, thanks for the tweet. Thanks for the the camera work, man. We loved it. Um, so definitely, we gave him a follow. If you want to follow us, we are at um, VFTTR Podcast. Um, on the Twitter machine, um, follow us, talk to us. We'll follow you back. Definitely. We want to have a conversation uh, about wrestling. So that's the tweet of the week. I don't Uh-oh. know if that's a good thing, but I like doing that. <laughs> tweet of the week. Uh, another cool thing we really like to do is walkout music. I'm going to make you go first because I'm really proud of mine. Okay. So 
Uh, what is yours for this week? Uh, thankfully, I had a long list of stuff to pick from from last week because I didn't know what to choose, so I'm just going to piggyback off that. I'm going to go with Samojo, the Samoan submission machine, and he's going to come out to a Tech 9 song called Like Yeah. And um, it's just cool. It just fits Tech 9 and ha or it fits Samojo. As you know, Joe has that horn that comes in before his music hits, and Tech 9 uh, has a kind of a sample like that in the song. So I think it's rough. It's a cool hip hop beat. It's a cool rolling. It's talking about ass kicking, and that's what Samojo is. So that's who I, my pick is Tech Nine, like yeah, for the Samoan submission machine, Samojo. I like it. I like it. Um, mine, inspired by the events of Saturday, I'm picking uh, for the winner of the triple threat uh, match of Tax, is what I'm calling it, is uh, Jimmy Havoc. And what I'm going for is Bat Country by Avenge Sevenfold. Oh. Skeptics say that performance comes at the price of Dude, content. YouTube with, YouTube uh, with the, yeah, I get it. Every Everyone's trying to make money. Yeah. I get it. And this is sucks because I can't even skip it. So anyways, Jimmy Havoc, winner of the three-way death match. Is Bat Country by Avengers Sevenfold. Uh, because basically, I think this song sums up exactly what he did nice. and yeah. uh, I like his look his character I think it fits it perfectly this guy they're picking up in the video we're watching looks almost just like him yep. so uh, obviously the references to Hunter S. Thompson um, on the album I want to say it intros like uh, you know, being a beast and he was a beast so that's what I'm going for I dug it. Yeah, I haven't I was seen that. Proud I haven't seen or heard that song in a minute. I know. Well, that was a weird album because that was when he came back and he yeah. sang differently, and they kind of like uh, a little bit of a Guns N' Roses. A little bit got thing. a little DNR vibe to it. Not yeah, bad. the second half of the album's weak. Yeah, I mean, I like first eight songs. I like songs. Uh, MIA. That's always another one I like on there. I think that's the very last one, but yeah, yeah. I haven't heard it in a minute, and I'm probably not going to listen to it anytime soon. So. No, it's probably as much as you will hear about it until yeah. uh, whenever. But so that's our walkout music. Um, and then obviously we always want to educate our listeners because we appreciate you. We appreciate you taking time out to listen to us. And we know that you guys are excited about wrestling listening to us. And you're probably going to start tuning in to Live 205. You uh, probably have uh, already got a subscription to the WWE Network uh, and are probably watching New Japan Pro Wrestling. So um, just to make sure that you guys don't, uh, you aren't stupid as uh, certain uh, vipers. Are, are apt to say these days. Um, Xander Hobbs, Inside the Ring, what are we talking about today? Today we are talking about kayfabe. Kayfabe? What is kayfabe? Kayfabe, it's when staged performances are seen as genuine or authentic. That is the truly definition. So pretty much when professional wrestling started off, it started off as a shoot. A shoot meaning it started off as real. So. Um, what they did was uh, so good real then they had to turn it into a work because the matches were lasting too long but they tried to keep that stigma of that you know you really be believe that these guys didn't like each other that these guys were fighting and what they were fighting for was le was real and so back isn't, isn't there a story of like Iron Sheik and I was going to get to that okay cool I was going to get to that um, the thing is so back in the day 
you know, it's not, it's not like on um, Twitter or Instagram or YouTube anymore. Well, you'll see Roman Reigns and Braun Strowman fighting each other, running each other over, and then they're taking pictures at a zoo. It wasn't like that back in the day. Faces traveled with faces, heels traveled with heels, and they were not to be seen together. If Ric Flair and the Horsemen were eating at um, a restaurant and Ricky Steamboat was in a that same city. Cracker Barrel? Yeah, and if Ricky Steamboat was in that same uh, city, he's going to see that restaurant, he's going to go into another restaurant because you can't be together. It protects, it's, it's the illusion. It's like a magician not telling you how he does his tricks. So there were a few instances where kayfabe was broken. Um, one, of, one of the most known ones was... Um, Everybody knows who Hacksaw Jim Duggan is, and everybody knows who the Iron Sheik was. Hacksaw Jim Duggan was the All-American, probably, oh. probably, yep, probably the second next to Hulk Hogan. They were going to give him a big push. And then the Iron Sheik was from Tehran, Iran, and he was a terrorist. He would always spit about the USA. And they were traveling together, and they were smoking weed and snorting coke together. And they got pulled over, and they got arrested, and they got, it got put all over the news. And everybody's like, what the hell is the all-American Jim Duggan riding with the terrorists and doing a bunch of blow with them. So that, that pretty much derailed Duggan's push because McMahon was pissed because that was a very early instance. Another instance of uh, kayfabe being broken was Vince testified before the New Jersey State Senate that wrestling isn't a competitive sport because they kept wanting to tax him everywhere he went. So hence where he came up with sports entertainment so he can circumvent the tax. And then the most notorious one was the curtain call. Everybody knows that. I'll just run through it real quick. Razor Ramon, a.k.a. Scott Hall, and Diesel, Kevin Nash, were both leaving. And so Razor Ramon was fighting Triple H. And so Razor Ramon loses. And then so the last match was Shawn Michaels versus Diesel. Diesel loses. Shawn Michaels is the heel. Diesel's the, or Shawn Michaels is the face. Diesel's the heel. Triple H comes out, hugs both of them. Razor Ramon comes out. They all hug in the same ring. And backstage and in the crowd, everyone lost their shit. Jim Cornette had a stroke. Bruce, Bruce Pritchard had a heart attack. They thought they were killing the business. And hence where we are today, where kayfabe is pretty much dead because of the internet. Everybody knows it's a work. You know what I mean? Which is like, it's a good and a bad thing because, you know what I mean? It gives some credence to a character that they can stay in character. Like Chris Jericho stays in character. He, I've, he's been known to throw autographs in front of people if you're asking for an autograph in front of the stadium. Um, MJF, always in character. Really awesome. Mm -hmm. um, but then, you know, you have Charlotte Flair who's just being a nasty snatch. And then online she's like taking pictures with kids and it's just like, it just, it just kind of takes away, it takes away the ambiance of the whole thing in my opinion. Um, it, it's something that you can bring back. But I'm just saying, I wish certain people... It's the nostalgia. Right. right. I wish like, we're nostalgic for that part of it. Like, you know, as you're talking about this, one of the things I was thinking, one of my most vivid memories about wrestling, and we've talked about this, is like, my brother and I, we got home from church, and we went and we're watching Sunday morning, uh, it was probably like Superstars or something, yeah, like, something that. like that, and, you know, it was like The Undertaker and Jake the Snake, oh, yeah. and I think the snake bit... Ultimate Warrior. Uh, Ultimate Warrior, yeah. and they put him in the casket. Yeah. And the show goes out, they're trying to drill the yeah. casket. And, like, to this day, my older brother, and I will, I'm almost 100% sure this is a true statement, he still, like, has fears of being, like, buried alive because he's running out of oxygen. Yeah. Look, look, at, look at the claw marks. Right. And, and um, like, we yeah. believed it then. And that made that episode so much more impactful, that feud and what happened after that. And they open up and, like, there's claw marks in right. the inside. It was just like, you know, and it made me think about that. Yeah. So it was that's one a good of example because my sister watched that, but she was also five at the time, so she didn't know what was going on. But she wasn't allowed to watch wrestling after that because she was freaking out that the Ultimate <laughs> Warrior had died. 
but I digress. Anyways, another reason why they do this though is because everyone's afraid to get heat. You know what I mean? So it's just like they want those um, shirt sales. They want, you know, they want to be like, you know, they want that extra money that's coming in. So they don't want any heat. But like, look at what MJF is doing. It doesn't even matter. There's always going to be those people that appreciate the work that you're doing. But you can also still get heat. You can be a successful character because a lot of people have shown it. So that's what kayfabe is. And will we see a return? I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I think maybe for the right people, obviously. Um MJF is doing it really well right now. Yeah. Um, I mean, I think if you're a heel, you should be a heel anywhere that you're having the show at. You know, if you meet someone at an autograph signing, fine. But it's just like on the street, cool. But it's just like if you're in the show, you should just heal it up the whole time. That's my opinion. Yeah, and that's one of the things like with the kayfabe, right? And we talk about MJF. It's like he was at StarCast and they made like the announcement like, by contractual obligation, MJF gets paid one dollar more than ever. Like, you know, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And you are not to make eye contact or speak. It's, it's, it's like, perfect. It's it, cool stuff. It's like it adds to the ambiance of the whole show. I think you know what I mean. Yeah, it's like I don't know. We go to Universal Studios or people go to Universal Studios and they want to take pictures with Frankenstein, right. not not the guy in the suit. We take pictures with Donald right. Duck and Mickey Mouse, not the people. In I the mean, suit. when I meet Robert England, when I met him as Freddy Krueger and Robert England both, but it's just like, who do you want to meet? You want to meet Freddy Krueger, you exactly. know what I mean? Like, unless you're exactly. a super horror mark like I am, it doesn't matter. But I'm just saying, <laughs> most people want to meet that character. So it's just like, yes, we know this is not real, but it's just like it's something to be said about honing your craft to be that invested in it, and that's what I appreciate. And those are the guys that I think will make it even further. Sure, and in a way, it's like people laud. Like, um, obviously, one of the movies I'm most excited about coming out is The Joker. Yeah, for sure. Right? And we know pretty much these the last two versions of The Joker have been insane mm-hmm. with Heath Ledger. And now... Um, we got uh, Joaquin Phoenix. Thank you, Joaquin Phoenix. And he's, um, it's going to be a standalone, which is going to be good. So you're going to see how it really came to be. And I really am a big fan of origin stories. Sure. And I think this one is one that was long overdue. Long so. overdue. But one of the things they both say is like, when you get in that character and you really yeah. do it, like you have to kind of go all the way well, to, just to be to be a convincing character. Yeah, the Undertaker. You know, you didn't you didn't see him back in the day making Make a Wishes. Not saying yeah. that that's a bad thing, but the Undertaker was the Undertaker twenty four seven. That's what made him fucking so cool. Yeah. You know, what I mean, there's certain people that you gotta just like that know how to stick with that mystique. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like it's just that's. It just adds more layers onto it, and that's what I'm saying. And that's like a lot of the sales have been taken out for a lot of different reasons, and I think that's one of them. Yes, not everything has to be like just for part of the show, but certain aspects of it have to be, and that's what makes it cool. Or should be. Yeah. Makes it better. But anyways, that's Kayfabe. That's Inside the Ring with Xander Hobbs. We really appreciate you spending some time with us. Um, like I said, give us a follow and follow us on VFTTR Podcast on the Twitter machine. We'll yeah, follow you. Yes, please. And thank you for listening. Yours truly, Xander Hobbs. Ours truly, Bobby B. And this like.